0: This is the reality bite cocktails and roses i'm osher ginsburg this is alicia aitken radman how are you alicia i'm so good osha excited for this another week of the reality bite big week at the batch mansion fights tears a massive tackle a full bone shaker um Lockie certainly sir stirring up some strong emotions uh, are you ready for this episode
1: I am ready to get into it. It has been the bumper, bumper two episodes here.
0: Now, which ones are we talking about on this
1: show? This week, we are talking about episodes three and four.
0: So if you haven't watched episodes three and four, you should get on to 10 play right now and make that happen. Hit pause. We'll be here when you get back. All right, because we're about to spoil the pants off of it. Let's do it. So the night of the first rose ceremony, uh, people that haven't really had a, don't really understand what's going on. It's on the back end of the first big group date, and there was a lot of happening. Ariba, her reaction to Caitlin coming in. Alicia, what did you make of it?
1: Yeah, look, Ariba is really stoking the flames here. The girls are sitting around. They've just come back from that group date and the girls are all super emotional. Like we're in the very beginning stages here, but Ariba is really, she's like got that little like stick that you poke the fire with. It's all happening. (laughs) Um, Particularly overwhelming for someone like Bella, who Bella, Bella wasn't actually on that photo shoot date but she had that amazing single date with Lockie and so she's sort of getting this secondhand information from Ariba and it's pretty uncomfortable. It's not nice to hear when you've just established this really nice start to your relationship that there's there's a newbie already.
0: So the very first cocktail party you have is after you first meet Bachelor and then you have the essentially the second cocktail party but you know, the, the the first kind of rose ceremony that happens after a group day, what's that first cocktail party like, the one after you've all kind of been living together for,
1: for a week or so? Yeah, it's um pretty overwhelming when, once you've all sort of like, you, you've got a bit of a handle on the dynamics of the house, you've met each other, you've had a few days, but there are still just so many girls there. And I think you can see that like every time we go to a wide shot at one of these cocktail parties, you realise there is still like, over 20 girls there. And that's a lot of women and stress. So stress levels are really, really high. And we're starting as well to see this dynamic of there are some girls who have already received a rose outside of the cocktail party, outside of the rose ceremony. And that, that adds more stress to the equation. So in this cocktail party, we see that Caitlin's already got a rose from her one-on-one time and it is just chaos at the cocktail party. Lockie's like mid-walk and he's just already <laughs> just approached by a bajillion women. Now, what is what fascinates me,
0: this is the earliest that we've ever had. Uh, I mean, it's a fabulous word that started on the like one of the very first reality shows that came out of the Netherlands, uh, Big Brother, um, the word intruder. Uh we have never brought an intruder in so early. Uh, and normally, it uh, like in other episodes and other seasons, it's, they've, they've popped up episode five, sometimes as late as episode eight. Um, Bringing an intruder in episode two, it's like almost this idea of like, she's here for my man or on Bachelorette. Hey, this bloke's coming here, look for our girlfriend. Um. You know, there's this this interesting sense of ownership that shows up. No matter how, if if you arrive any minute after the first rose ceremony, it's like, well, you're not a part of the game. Is, what, what's the dynamic there when an intruder shows up, Alicia?
1: I was I was really surprised because, as you say, Osha, this is the earliest that we've ever seen an intruder arrive, and I was I was kind of surprised at just how antagonistic I guess i like it was still a lot of animosity in the air about you know a new player like it's only been a, it's only been a week or so and so you know she's she's some people probably haven't really had a substantial chat with the bachelor but we've got this fresh face and people are still really frustrated because I remember on my season we were quite deep. We were, we'd been there for a while. People had very substantial relationships with the bachelor and I could understand it in that context. And it's, and I, you know, it's pretty bad to be honest. Like the girls just really, everyone's in line and it's a very much like us against them, but it was a similar dynamic here. Like she's, she's, it's only been about a week and The girls are not happy and she's very cute. She's really, (laughs) she's, and she has like, she's got this one-on-one time with Batch already and they are vibing. They've really connected on a physical level, but also their, their, their worlds seem to work.
0: Yeah. It's not like she's one of three or, you know, she showed up, uh, I don't remember that fantastic time in, in Sophie Monk's season of The Bachelorette when um, we, we flew them in in a helicopter and there was four blokes. Um, that was pretty. I did get to say get to the chopper on national television though. So that was pretty. Anytime I can work, anytime I can work a, a Twitter meme back into the show.
1: That's high-quality stuff right there.
0: The only reason I do this is to plant setups that I can then deliver punchlines to on Twitter mm-hmm. six months later when the show is. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, that and the cash. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting uh, that, you know, Caitlin did show up and because she was so singularly focused, the the way that she was brought into the group date uh, was very much like you're getting the one-on-one time. It's, it's all you. That, and and that- as we Ooh. mentioned
1: last week, sorry, um, to just jump in here, as we mentioned last week, um, you know, I think the girls were expecting that someone else on the photo shoot would get that one-on-one time and then, you know, I'll show you announced, voila, here you come walking down the aisle comes Caitlin.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's called uh, a cheese eating grin. I think you call it. <laughs> <laughs> there, I look. I, you know, how how do I put this, Alicia? I love a double entendre as much as the next man. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, <laughs> I love a double entendre so much. I'm going to give you one. Um, the <laughs> the amount of times I heard the words three way. Oh threesome, during this cocktail party.
1: I was <laughs> blushing. Are we still watching The Bachelor? What, where, what is this? This is a uh, this is a seven thirty time slot, Osha. May I remind you?
0: I guess you know we've got to be very careful and just kind of aiming, aiming it just like just delicately, delicately over the heads of the of the preteens. Yeah, absolutely. But what else do you people.
1: call this? What else do you call yep. it? It's a it's a three way. It's a threesome. It's a I think someone referred to it a foursome. It's it's all well, happening.
0: There, there was there were four of them, but those ladies were definitely not holding back when it came to euphemisms and double entendres. They were laying it on thick, weren't they?
1: Oh, I thought we were in the club for a second there. Like we've got some, we got Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> I um, I actually really liked it. Like I, I know, you you know, we've got Ariba setting it up that they're going to try something different. I think she used the phrase, wanted to give Lockie a good time. And I think, I don't know if that's what Lockie would be thinking of hearing that, that those words come out of her mouth. Um, but I do like this strategy because you know we do see at these cocktails a lot of the time we're going for these one-on-one chats and it does become sometimes a little bit like an interview we've got a lot of like star sign chat being thrown around and I do think it's very refreshing for the bachelor to experience something different and in this case it was a three-way <laughs>
0: he really didn't like for a for a big confident fella he just didn't know where to look. Clearly, these ladies are experts in um, saying all the right things to get all the hormones firing to leave a man just like, oh, oh. I am just at the mercy of my, my blood <laughs> is rushing to my head. I'm not the one that does the thinking. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to look. Um, yeah, what, is- would you like to, take to my butter chicken? I don't know what the hell was like.
1: He didn't know what to do
0: with himself.
1: Is this Lockie's first three-way? I don't know. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> uh yeah it was butter chicken burrito or kebab so i don't know we've, this is our second burrito reference in the entire show so guzman and gomez reach out next year um what i want to see more? the girls eating burritos around what the living you, room what would you like
0: what would you like to eat more lucky? butter chicken burrito <laughs> or kebab i mean
1: Those cocktail parties go for a long time. So, you know, I mean, mean, I'd I'd be going for a kebab, to be honest.
0: Yeah, true. But I guess, I, I guess, Alicia, when you're in that situation, when you are in those early cocktail parties, when there are nearly 20 other people there, you've got to do what you can to try and get as many, uh, uh, how shall we put this, anchors into the man's memory as possible and perhaps invoking some sort of other physical response from him that he is unable to control may be a way to get stuck into that memory when it comes to rose ceremony time. There seemed to be quite a bit of plotting between those three ladies about how we're going to get this fella alone. I know we'll go in for the three way. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: he does seem to be genuinely enjoying himself. He said, let's just stop this at top three and uh, <laughs> yes. we are that's yeah. a different show. I think I've watched that, a doco, Escaping Polygamy, while I was in Bachelor of Paradise.
0: <laughs> uh, now, talk, talk to me about um, Juliet's Boob Mail.
1: Oh, <laughs> what show are we making over here? Um, look, I'm going to call this, in my season we had Swaggate. We had Romy go into Honey Badger's swag while we were on our camping group date. So that was gate. This, to me, is Notegate. And what a note it was. Uh it Honestly, Lockie sitting down to read that, it did. Uh, it may, may, may have felt a little Mills and Boone esque. I think the phrase was uh, Lockie has a huge, majestic presence. <laughs> that what, caused- you
0: <laughs> what, Mills and Boone esque? Like that. He was just a man perching himself on the corner of an ornamental fountain, backlit majestically by a fantastic light at the top of a tower, shot on a dolly that just happened to be there, panning from left to right on a beautiful soft-focus frame. I don't know what you're talking about, Alisa.
1: Uh, his huge majestic presence that caused Juliet to shake. That is yes. bachelor up late. <laughs>
0: Ooh, that's, that's one-on-one. That's,
1: that's one appreci- on He appreciated so what- the note.
0: But what's the difference between that and say someone like Florence taking Maddie J aside for the naughty school teacher routine? Uh, What's what's the difference between that and Maddie J taking Georgia Love away for the getting to know Maddie J routine? Mm -hmm. It's just a moment of, you know, here's just my opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. I personally didn't think it was that much of a big deal, but Ariba didn't
1: see it that way. Yeah, i got to say I think about that Florence and Maddie J scene um, most days still. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. I think, you know, sometimes in the mansion, game is game. And we are like people need to find these moments to be able to communicate who they are to the bachelor. And this is how Juliet has done it. I I do as you were alluding to, Osha, Ariba is not happy. Ariba um feels, I think. Uh, Christina says she just feels ripped off, to be honest, because they had orchestrated this threesome altogether. And I don't think Ariba got what she wanted out of the threesome. <laughs> don't you hate it when someone passes a note in a threesome? <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. But generally, um, when you've got in any kind of threesome, someone's always going to get disappointed.
1: That's true. That's right? true. Unless and you're
0: really, 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 really good at what you're doing. <laughs> Someone's always going to feel a little left out.
1: Oh, I love this podcast so much, Joshua. And I'm so excited because we're getting a bit of survivor lingo thrown around here. We hear, okay, firstly, I feel like we're seeing some alliances come into play because that threesome was, you know, a solid alliance, solid grouping. But we also, the girls, the girls use the word blindside and I'm so happy that it's come come up they feel blindsided and Areba's blown up so much that the sensor's working overtime, time uh, bleeping out um, because Ariba's very angry
0: they've got they've got their their, their sensor button their, their muscles are well well used after working with Tim on Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> they, they're, they're fine
1: they are <laughs> yeah they're in form uh, yeah. Ariba is angry and I I agree with you that you know we're after time we're after communicating with the batch but i do empathize with the girls in a sense that i think it might it might have been a good idea given that they had all concocted this little routine together if juliet was to just mention hey look i've also written this very lovely um note about his huge majestic presence and i'm going to be slipping it to him during the threesome <laughs>
0: There's the promo right there. <laughs> <laughs> on the first night, there was. there's always the power rose, the power-up rose, which I do love. I, I've tried. It's the Mar- Mario Kart rose. Um, the uh, the triple threat rose. Nicole, who showed up in her um, showgirl outfit with the big headdress, she scored the triple threat rose. Going on a bushwalk with a man that likes to jump off cliffs, that's, come on, you know it's just not going to be a cash bushwalk, don't you?
1: Oh, I like I had so much respect for Nicole in this moment because she's walked into this beautiful bushland and it's like quite romantic. She's got a triple threat rose out and you know they start with the easy ab sale. Cool, okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling my weight in the harness. I feel I feel like you could feel relatively safe. And then they turn a corner and she is, they are literally (laughs) climbing up a rock face.
0: Just to back up for just a second there, it's not the first time that. You know, this show has put people in, um, you know, heightened states of, uh, uh, shall we say, excitement or adrenaline. And I, I've, I've got, to, you know, people often ask me, "How come you do that? Why do you do that?" Well, it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a good way and a good visual way for us to very quickly see someone's reaction or true colors or tr- truly how the way they feel about something uh, in a short amount of time. Um, and that was case in point when. Um, I think it was Sophie Monk's season. We went to the we we strung this humongous uh high wire between two buildings in the middle of Sydney. It was not a small shoot uh leash. It was not a chip (laughs) shoot leash. Uh she gets there and she like half a step, she goes nah, can't do it.
1: And you're like, well, uh, that's uh (laughs) you're like looking at the money.
0: But we're never going to force anybody to do anything. Um, um, but you know, I'm always, you know, I, I get that. We're never going to force anybody to do anything. But I did really like when they were staring down the cliff face, and Lockie's holding her there, and she goes, "Look, if you're not into it, we can always go back to the batch pad for chips and gravy." Oh, I mean, goodness me!
1: Foreshadowing, what, I love
0: it. Yeah. What a <laughs> I gravy came as an afterthought because he did promise her that on the top of the cliff. Yeah, he probably had some, some sort of absolutely
1: lamb you- <laughs> McCain. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> um, you, I know you love your cinematography, Osha, yeah. and that drone shot of them on that yeah. cliff face—they—they—and they, you know they are seriously just climbing random rocks. I—I yeah. I, in my notes I have written I truly don't know how she's doing this. I would make out profusely with the person I was rock <laughs> climbing. I really make out with the poor cameraman. I'm just happy to be alive. <laughs>
0: Uh speaking of which uh, if you really want to talk about the 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 how we actually make this television show? Um, the honest truth is, they probably would have had to go up the cliff twice, yeah. once for all the close shots where Jamie, our cameraman, was hung kind of Alex Honnold free solo <laughs> style. Um, he was kind of rigged up. One of our camera guys was rigged up and harnessed in all different kinds of directions so he'd get a shot as they of the two of them uh, on the cliff face. And then, then there was the other one with the drones where there was no cameraman on the on the wall with them. So they would she would have had to do it twice, which is a pretty epic maneuver. I was really. Really proud of her. I mean, as far as cliffs go, for Lockie, it was probably just a bit of a, you know, a walk in the park with one eye closed and a hand behind tied behind your back. But for her, for Nicole, Someone who said, "No, I'm terrified of heights." That was colossal to just see the expanse below them. My I, goodness!
1: I went and did a high ropes course because now you've you've left me to my own devices, Osha. I have to construct bachelor dates by myself. So <laughs> obviously, me and Glenn went and me and Glenn went and did a high ropes course the other day. And I, I I think I would have been. I was on like the. I think the course was called Kids Plus, and it's the one just under family course. And I was losing it. So Nicole has done so well, and honestly, I had to say I did feel for her once they got to, um, you know, their nice intimate one-on-one time. Where's her rose? I'd be asking for a bouquet.
0: He got. She got chips and gravy. I do like that Lockie's a man of his word. He promised her chips and gravy at the top of the cliff, and then after a day of, of risking her life, uh, not only to you know connect with the bachelor, but also to to make great telly, um, <laughs> because we can't the shop. He he was a man of his word, and he he got it. He got her chips and gravy. And but look, you know, when it comes to these adrenaline dates, there's there's you know there's research I'm sure that's that's behind you know if you're doing something that's kind of exciting on your first date when people. When you see each other again, you associate that person with excitement with, oh, you know.
1: adrenaline. You've got all the emotions flowing. Yeah. it's not so much the threesome, but you know,
0: it's an important, <laughs> it's an important bonding there. I don't know. Look, some for what whatever ticks your clock leash, as long as everyone's into it and consenting, you go for it. For Nothing some people, fat.
1: it's threesome. Some people, it's climbing a rock face. We don't judge here I, at Cocktails and Roses.
0: I'm sitting here in a abseiling harness right now. <laughs>
1: And I've got to say, this is this is a strong start to this season for dates. We had that gorgeous Sydney Harbour date last week with Bella on a single date. And then this, I just don't know what to expect next week.
0: <laughs> We've orchestrated a global pandemic. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> um, but I, I guess whoever does actually end up with Locke is going to have to be okay with Clifftops because he does spend a majority of his life on the edge of very steep things. That's kind of what he's into and you're going to have to be into it as well because that's pretty much the kind of way he rolls. Um, We do need to take a bit of a break. Uh, We're going to talk about the muddy, muddy group date. Very muddy, a bit see-through. Got to be interesting. We'll see you in a moment. Looking for your next favourite podcast? Why don't you head over to Short Black with me, Sandra Sully. I talk to all kinds of amazing women who are making a difference.
1: Good women, great chat.
0: This is the Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses. I'm Aisha Ginsberg. This is Alicia Aitken-Radburn. We are connected. Together by the power of the slightly anemic NBN, but the majesty of the roses of uh, season eight of The Bachelor with Lockie Gilbert, the f- the second group date, the sporting date. We've seen a couple of biggies over the years. Um, the the infamous uh when when Maddie J, in the in the taking of the castle, when Maddie J chipped a tooth um that was a what was your sporty date with uh with, with well
1: i wasn't actually on it but we did have uh emily emily dibden uh shot an arrow into honey badger's crotch um that was that was a classic one i think that might have been at the scg and it was this sort of it was like an arrow tag style you know That's very right. very sexy
0: yeah, well, it's it kind of beat the space hopper netball or whatever. Well, I was on
1: the space hopper netball, and this is giving me war flashbacks. To uh, yeah. we'll we'll get to it in a second, But Brooke and Jamie Lee, uh, it's it's like
0: <laughs> that was an intruder day too. That was an intruder day. I mean, yes. you know, What are you?
1: I've got to say, I'm slightly disappointed that you didn't. uh, I think we just got like a modified game of American football and I'm like waiting for the very um, (laughs) elaborate Space Hopper Moon Netball Championships.
0: What? (laughs) Golf wasn't good enough for you? Yeah, foot golf was
1: (laughs) spectacular. I'm surprised, disappointed that there weren't more injuries during foot golf.
0: We we needed to make up a lot of sports because Badger was interested in things to do with balls. Yeah. But this year we actually got to play kind of like an actual a game that you know kind of resembled an actual sport that people play. Uh, Just on just uh, when I was you know looking through the show, um, just in case anyone's got any dispersions on how massive uh, Lockie is, there's a shot as he sees the girls running across the field. I look like a Lego man standing (laughs) next to him he's just a massive unit and then you put him in nfl pad
1: you needed you needed to just get wardrobe to give you some like we'll just do like an 80s vibe for osha today
0: i'm gonna get the 80s advertising man super shoes the one where he's suddenly over six foot yeah. tall and he wasn't yeah. his
1: that ad's always in like airplane magazines and it gives you like another chunk of height
0: Confidence can be yours, but a pair of things choose. Now, a lot of people don't realize this, but Lockie actually, he played uh, professionally. He played this game professionally in Europe. Um, so he is a mad fiend for it. That day was cold and rainy, like cold and rainy, cold, 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 and rainy, and it was muddy, 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 and I, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, We have an extraordinary wardrobe department. I don't know if they field tested the trousered portion of the outfits when it came to (laughs) water and mud, Alicia. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I did notice that. Uh, Again, blushing, Osha. It's the theme of the podcast, theme of the episode. Uh, I was blushing. Um, And I think I tell you who has made potentially a great move here. Juliet is mysteriously missing from this group date. Uh, she she hasn't rocked up and she's been replaced by Ariba, and I think that I mean what we had it framed up as is that you know Juliet we had note gate Ariba was very angry and I think Juliet has passed off this group date she's feeling a little bit sick but also I think she just. She's clearly one who cares about her relationships in the mansion and she wants to just make it up to a reaper that little bit. Um, but quietly, I think she probably sees these girls come back, like traumatized by the rain and wind and translucent pants, and <laughs> thinks, well. What
0: do you guys do all day? Oh, yeah? I've been sitting here at gym, watching Bald the Beautiful.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> Um, SUV was my choice in the mansion. I think me and Kat oh, really? through, um, yeah, we went through many a season.
0: You mean SVU? SVU, SVU, Law and Order, yeah. SVU. Yeah, it was a heck of a game. Those ladies were uh, really in it to win it. Like it was on on those days, the when we do the sporting dates. Which I mean, when you're doing a group date, it's it's kind of tricky to find something that it all comes, you know, the whole idea is you're trying to do something that will show you personality traits of somebody that you might not otherwise find out uh, un- until like a few months down the track. Like it's what's what's a way, what's a way that we can put this person in a situation where they will either show themselves, uh, they will show their true colors basically. And this is where these, these, uh, these game dates really come into play. Um, we did it uh, last year with the AFL AFLW match, which was really fun. And this year, again, another rainy day, that one. This year with the the American football one. Um, the ladies weren't playing with helmets, but they were playing with pads and there were some big tackles. Big oh. tackles.
1: So we sort of see it really becomes the Charlie and Roxy show. They're both As you say, Osha, we're trying to like you're trying to find how people are going to respond in these competitive situations, how much they're going to embrace the activity that we're doing. And Charlie and Roxy both embrace it with full uh, vigor. Charlie's been a favorite of mine through the season ever since she said that she uh, swears on her eyebrows. So I was excited (laughs) for this matchup. I was excited for this matchup. And there is some there's some big language being thrown around. Like one of my favorite points is it comes after that big tackle and Roxy like pats Charlie on the back and is like, let's have a crack, eh? Just really lean in. I love it.
0: Uh, after that hit, which was a, it was a proper bone cruncher, and it, you know it's a big hit when we've got you know we've got quite a number of camera operators on our show, and these people have all shot sport. At some point in your career as a camera operator, you shoot sport, and when your camera operator looks out from the eyepiece to get a clock, clocking it with both their eyes going holy shit, are they okay? <laughs> and then back in the eyepiece, you know it's a big one.
1: Yeah, you it's a bit nothing. of a recoil situation. It, it, yeah. did, it did take me back to Brooke and Jamie Lee where, you know, Jamie Lee was in a moon boot for the rest of her time on the show. So you do have that moment where you're like, oh, God, how is this going to end up?
0: What is it? Why? Do, why does it suddenly when it comes to those kind of physical game dates, why is it that people suddenly – throw their bodies into uh, something more than they've kind of maybe ever done before.
1: I think that it comes down to the fact that you've got so, it's like, I I mean, I said it, uh, it's hyper, hyper emotional place your emotions are just running wild. And I think sometimes some of these girls, like it's almost like an outlet. It's not like you're, there's only so many laps of the um, backyard walking around the alpacas that you can do. And you sort of just need to let some emotion out. So I think that's why you see that you know, things just go wild. And you know, as we saw in Space Hopping Netball, um, and as we saw on the AFL day, there comes a point where it it just does go wild. Girls gone wild. Um, and <laughs> that's a different show. Uh Charlie, Charlie versus Roxy. There was the 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 hit was big and I really didn't know after that hit where the MVP was going. <laughs> that's a segue yeah. and a half. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was a good one. It was a good. I was I was very happy to to get the words MVP in on the show as well. Um, you know, Roxy has a lot that Lockie's after. Uh, I think he's quite attracted to her physically. Um, that she's a mechanical engineer. I think he also really digs because there's a there's a brainy aspect uh, to her. She's certainly not one to shy away from a challenge, and. You know, I, I was you know, I spent a, I spent most of my time on those days watching um, you know, the bachelor's reaction to try and get a gauge of where he's gonna go when he chooses somebody for that one on one time at the end of the day. It was pretty clear. Yeah. It was pretty clear he was gonna go for it. And oh. it was pretty clear that she was going for it too.
1: And you could see while they were on their one on one time later, Roxy and Lockie, that the, <laughs> the chemistry was palpable. Um it it was it, they they really like really physically attracted to her um and vice versa and i think you you could definitely tell that loki had uh, like i i completely believed him when he said that he she had really from the moment they'd met he'd been pretty captivated by her and you could see that he had been waiting for a moment like this one on one time so it's going to be really interesting to see how it develops because after her one-on-one time not to skip too far ahead but we're sort of left with the episode of you you know she's had this time and i think she's a little bit nervous for how that is going to progress in a situation where you've got so many other girls in the mix
0: she used the very same tactic that the uh the girls involved in the three-way <laughs> used in that she was kind of verbally very seductive to the mm-hmm. young man um and he Oh, you could see his carotid artery just beating out of his neck <laughs> as he was telling me about his dream, right?
1: I think Lockie had some good dreams that night as well. <laughs> I don't know whether it was because of uh, Areva, Juliet and Christina or because of Roxy. He's got a lot to work with, yeah.
0: lot to work with. Spoiled for choice there. Just, going through the, just, just make it withdrawals from the bank. You know, what am I going? Truly. Truly. We're going with this one. Oh, we all do it. It's fun. It's all a part of it. Um, yeah, but I think you know, because we've seen on that, we've seen on this show when that comes to one-on-one one time, you know, there's the, and I, I'm personally a fan of the idea of, uh, you know, on on in this kind of situation, you know, the idea of uh, anticipation and tantalizing. Is probably one of the most powerful things you can possibly have. If you are there on your, if you are on your your single date, and you are, you know, instantly we spend the whole time macking on? Versus, oh no, no, there's more. In fact, there's so much more. You're gonna have to come and find it next time. Like that, to I. Me, that's
1: like, it's hot. It's hot, Asha.
0: Totally. And, and so, rather than you know going hell for leather in a chocolate bath, this is you know. <laughs> This is far more oh, the reason I'm going to get you because here's the thing if you if you already show, and you know this is kind of goes for life really, is particularly when you're trying to seduce someone or or trying to get somebody on you know to to be interested in you, if you kind of reveal everything too early, then you know, you really kind of showed your hand but if you leave it up to them to invent the reasons their fantasies are always going to be far better than what any of you both of you can put together so he's obviously got an active imagination and she gave him as you said a lot to work with I think it was a Boss move.
1: move. I mean, I I don't think I. This is not clearly not my area of expertise. As someone who um was put on a date to moisturise your partner, and I think we ended up kissing. It must have been one of the fastest makeout sessions in bachelor single date history because we were there for a good forty five seconds. (laughs) Waza was really enjoying our cameraman. Waza getting the uh close up slow motion shots. (laughs)
0: But that's okay because you had the anticipation leading up to that true, for you know, true. a couple of days leading up to that. Now, I know we're here to talk about The Bachelor, but I, need, I do need to ask you, why in God's name did the young man not use the sun cream that we put out? He, we leave sun he, cream he, on, paradise. on Bachelor. Paradise, people need to know we leave sun cream and condoms everywhere. But one of those things us is used a lot of, the other one, it's like I never left it there.
1: Glenn would love it known that he he was applying, that Fiji Sun will get you. He was applying on the half an hour. He's a very white man and uh, you can't help it. The overcast days, they trick you and you got to be careful. He really needed like a Bunnings hat. <laughs> Need a, he needed a wetsuit.
0: <laughs> when you slapped him with that thing, like he slapped him on the sunburn, I'm, I flinched. I'm like, oh, that's going <laughs> to sting. Uh. That's going to sting. Um, well, clearly there's a lot going on in uh, the second week of Lockie's season of The Bachelor. Uh, things are obviously about to take a bit of a turn because we we move into where the the real life of The Bachelor world catches up with the real life of the actual world. And by the time we shot that uh, group date with, um, with Lockie, the COVID lockdown was looming.
1: Oh, I don't know what to expect. I'm like, I've been in such anticipation for where wh- what's going to happen
0: you're going to find out how we do oh. all that when it comes to the when it comes to next week but before we get out of here alicia obviously you and i we do hang out a bit on the forums we do hang out on the group chats we hang on on twitter and we love to occasionally find a super fan of the show and see exactly how much about the bachelor do they know and try to make their day um we're going to speak with maddie today let me get my phone already organized let's see if we can't get her on Hello,
1: this is Maddie.
0: Maddie, this is Osha and Alicia calling. How are you? Good.
1: How are you going? Hey, yeah, Maddie. good. with <laughs> Hey, what's going
0: on, you guys? What's going <laughs> on oh, no. is that uh, you are our super fan that we are, uh, you know, you, you've, you, you've entered to be a part of our quiz. You're the super fan that we're going to run through a bit of a quiz to end the show off um, and see if you can't win the grand prize. Now, um, Maddie, how are you enjoying Lockie as our bachelor so far?
1: Um, well, very easy on the eyes, that's for sure. So that always helps, was not it, so- Agreed, Maddie. Agreed. You're gonna love you are going to love this prize, Maddie. We have got, you know, you say he's easy on the eye. If you answer these five questions correctly, you will become the owner of a life-size Lockie cutout. Stop <laughs> it. Oh my god, what a time to be alive.
0: <laughs> He could be like your, your COVID lockdown friend. He could sit yes! There. <laughs>
1: that is for me because I'm single and this time has been really like, wow, Maddie, you are like really single. He's going to see some stuff.
0: <laughs> Look, he's going to see some stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can't make this the happiest cardboard cutout in all of Australia. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm nervous.
0: I'm getting hot. Question questions. one, uh, name one bachelor couple that have married. Oh, my God, that have married. Um, oh, come on, it's pretty easy. I know,
1: why can't I think of this?
0: I'll give you a clue. Season one.
1: <laughs> that is the season I have not watched. Oh season God. three. He has a fitness program. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really narrow it down, to be honest. Oh, oh, and Oh, yes, was- and oh my yes, God. That was,
0: I Just was
1: nervous. I was nervous we were on to a rocky start. Oh, and I was is- Terrible. Maddie. Oh, my God. And you know what? I've done that Sam Hughes-Sam program. That is very bad <laughs> of oh. me. Okay. Uh, question number two, uh, Maddie. Okay. Um, here we go. This is a bit more recent, so I think that might be in our wheelhouse. Um, where did the Bachelor finale take place in 2019? So last year. South Africa. Yes.
0: Oh, two from yeah! two. Okay. <laughs> now, Just leave that in your mind as I ask you this next question.
1: Okay.
0: Lisa Hyde was the runner-up for which Bachelor? Oh, Lisa. South Africa.
1: Was it? Was it Sam? Try again. He wasn't well liked. Oh, um, Blake Gravy, Gravy. <laughs> <enough. laughs> oh, I love that so much, Maddie. Sure, sure. To be honest, let's it's sure. probably let's what sure. he deserves to. <laughs> let's,
0: say, let's say yes, That's right. failing so far. Moving American. on to
1: another um, very popular bachelor of ours, my yes. bachelor, Nick Cummins. <laughs> Nick Cummins was a yeah. former professional watch player. What sport did he play? Um, rugby
0: Union Very, very, very good uh, And now, you're already uh, You're already four from four This is extraordinary, we've never had anyone get this far She wants that um, cut out want that, Lockie wants to see some stuff um, Who was Australia's first Bachelorette?
1: Um, wasn't it Tampa? <laughs> uh, Five four. Oh, the happiest Cut out in the land <laughs> Oh my gosh!
0: Now he does—he does arrive folded in half, but he erects very easily. <laughs> oh, perfect.
1: That's what we want. That is what we want. <laughs> well, you are the best, Maddie. I'm so happy. Lockie's coming over to your house. <laughs> he will be well looked after. <laughs> sure. Nothing to hear.
0: That. Thanks for your time. Have a good one. No worries.
1: Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>
1: I loved her. She's great. She can play the quiz every week. She can just have an army of Lockie Gilberts around her
0: house. All this double entendre talk at the start of the show oh. has just led me down a dark and twisted path. We are—we have to get out of here now. That's the end of the show. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for downloading it. Make sure you let your friends know um, that, you know, there's plenty of Bachelor podcasts out there, but this is the only one um, we actually get people who were, you know, literally really on the show and the only one that has the person that hosts the show.
1: I'm going to go Wait. take a uh, cold shower or shower after that chat (laughs) and we'll be back next week
0: back we'll get back next week as 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 the world of lockie's bachelor moves into the world that we are all living in as as much as we tried to to keep our show separate from the actual rest of the outside world the pandemic does show up and you'll see how we deal with it next time thanks for listening